Welcome back to the Argentina Project podcast at the Wilson Center's Latin American program. I'm your host, Benjamin Gadeen. My guest today is Alejandro Katterberg, a founder of Poliarchia, Argentina's leading polling firm, who explains why President Alberto Fernandez's popularity has surged during the pandemic, despite the devastating economic toll it has taken on Argentina's already battered economy. Alejandro, thank you again for joining us. President Alberto Fernandez was elected with less than 50% of the vote last October. And yet, in your most recent Poliarchia surveys, we've seen his popularity skyrocket to as high as 80% at one point. Now, this is not only occurring in Argentina, we've seen it elsewhere in Latin America, as public approval ratings improved for presidents during the COVID-19 pandemic. But it is still surprising, given everything we had seen leading up to this crisis, that led us to believe opinions were pretty strongly held in Argentina, with the so-called grieta, this famous division in Argentine politics and society that has plagued the country for over a decade, during the Kirchner administrations, but also throughout Mauricio Macri's presidency. Were you surprised to see such a dramatic change in public support for Alberto Fernandez? A little bit, Ben. Uh, as you said, basically what happened is, is we have seen a, a dramatic change since the beginning of the coronavirus crisis. Uh, prior to that, basically in the first three months of his presidency, Alberto Fernandez has a, well, very good number of approval around 65, 66%. Uh, a, a little bit below what Macri had or even Cristina Kirchner had during the first few months of their administration. So the numbers were on, the, on, on, on average until we saw that skyrocketing uh, number going up uh, at the beginning of the of the crisis of the coronavirus crisis, and I think it's a little bit of what you said. The crisis around the globe is is helping the the presidents uh, gathering support of their people. It has to be with the idea of being attacked from uh, something that we don't know yet what is happening and from where it's coming and how much damage could could inflict in the society. Uh, but also has to do, and going back with your point of La Grieta, it also has to do with the fact that Fernandez has been trying to represent during the campaign and in the beginning of his administration, the idea that he's not far on the one side of the Grieta. He's trying to play the middle ground. Uh, and he has been quite successful in doing that. Uh, and while he's numbers are going up, that is not happening with Christina Kirchner's numbers. Christina Kirchner's numbers remain more or less the same, or even a little bit lower. So nowadays, Alberto Fernandez has more than 35% of people who is supporting him, but that do, that do not support Christina Kirchner. And one more thing, this is not only happening with Alberto Fernandez, this is happening with almost most of the politicians in Argentina who are in charge of dealing with the crisis. It's happening with governors, it's happening with mayors, and it's happening with the chief of the position right now, Horacio Rodriguez Larreta, who is the, 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 the mayor of Buenos Aires City, and a, a, former, a, a close ally of Mauricio Macri. Horacio Rodriguez Larreta now has become the second most popular or supported uh, politician in Argentina. And the interesting thing about this is that the two people, the two politicians with the higher support right now in Argentina, 
are the ones who are leading the moderate side of their coalitions. Because in both sides of the coalitions, in the Peronismo and Kirchnerismo, and in the Cambiemos coalition, we have moderate politicians and we have the extremist ones. Uh, and the interesting thing is that what we are seeing right now is that the mass majority of Argentina society is supporting the moderate ones. During this time, Mauricio Macri popularity has been going down. And as what is happening between Alberto Fernandez and Cristina Kirchner is also happening between Larreta and Macri. Now Larreta has like 35 or more percentage of support than what Mauricio Macri has. So that is one of the interesting things that is happening with the coronavirus crisis is that somehow it's it's putting a, 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 a stop or a pause in, in, the, in the Grieta conflict that we have seen over and over the years of here. So it sounds like the phenomenon, maybe in part, the rally around the flag during a time of crisis, and part, it may be actual recognition of performance. If it is that both the mayor of Buenos Aires, who's from the opposition party, the president of Argentina, both in office and both addressing the coronavirus crisis with policies that have been largely embraced by the Argentine public. But that has also been rather surprising to outsiders. I mean, there's been a lot of um, positive reflections on the public health approach in Argentina, which has involved a very strict national quarantine, started March 20th, recently extended again. The expectations were that people would grow weary of this policy, particularly given the economic vulnerability of Argentina going into this crisis, right? This was entering your third year in recession. You had poverty and unemployment increasing before the pandemic. You were entering into a debt crisis, and in fact, we can discuss this in a bit, you've recently defaulted on your sovereign debt again. There was a sense that Argentina, with such a high level of informal workers, such economic vulnerability, again, all of this before the pandemic, would not put up with such strict stay-at-home measures for long. And in fact, we might even see social unrest. It's been the opposite. It seems like these measures have been a driver of approval for President Alberto Fernandez. Why? And for how long? Well, you're right on the point. Basically, our surveys in Poliarchy are showing on average over the last almost now 10 weeks that there is something close to 80% support for the quarantine uh, and for the measures that Fernandez and the other governors, Larreta, Kisilov, are taking. Uh, a lot of this has to do with fear. Uh, when you see the international pullings, the comparison of the international pullings that my colleagues are doing around the globe, and we, we share it through Wayport, uh, you, you can see that Argentina society is showing one of the highest level of fear uh, against the coronavirus. And that has to do probably with the media, uh, how they presented it. That probably has to do with how the government presented it. Uh, or it has to be something within Argentina society that we haven't figured out yet. But uh, even though we haven't seen an Im important increase of number of cases in Argentina of coronavirus uh, and, and the, an important number of deaths, still Argentina society shows one of the highest level of, of worriness and, and fear against the, the pandemic. So I think that is one of the important things that gives support for the quarantine and, and, and for the Fernandez government decisions. Going back to your economic question, I think that at some point, the economic structure of Argentina has helped 
uh, in this point because you mentioned the informality, but what we have to see and understand about Argentina, and this is something that has a, a deep root in, in, in the years of Cristina Kirchner, is the level of expansion. Basically, we have three and a half million public employees that every month receive their salaries, no matter what happens. We have 7.5 million uh, pensions that uh, elder people receive, no matter what happened. Uh, we have millions of so social subsidies that people receive, no matter what happened. So basically, there is a lot of people, a lot of millions of people in their house still receiving the same salary and basically not working or working from home. So they have not yet realized the kind of economic impact that this is going to have. Basically, what we are seeing in our surveys is that there is a fraction of Argentinian people who is being severely affected. And that people is, of course, as it's happening around the globe, people who basically depends on the daily work for their salaries or for their for how they get their money. And that could be a upper middle class lawyer, or that could be a lower income, a gardener, or whatever. So those people are complaining and those people tend to not to support the quarantine in order to ask for the open reopening of the economy but when you still see the surveys even though that in the last few weeks this has started to little by little uh, losing support still the vast majority of the of the society uh, support the quarantine and still there are many, many millions of people who are not being affected economically by this crisis. And on top of that, Ben, you have to add the fact that the government has sent uh, 7.5 million checks uh, for the people who has asked for that money. So, I mean, some of it, it seems like is, you know, a delay maybe in the economic impacts as felt by Argentines some of it is, you know, recognition of the gravity of the public health threat. You've seen, as you've described in your poll, great deal of, of anxiety about the coronavirus. The question of how long the president can sustain his popularity, given these conditions, I think still remains. And maybe we'll, we'll conclude with this. It, you know, it strikes me that even with all the social supports that you've been describing, all of the pensions, the social service programs, you know, the country's economy is likely to you know, contract by five, six, seven percent this year, that inevitably is going to lead to another rise in unemployment, um, a, a big increase in poverty. And again, we have to put it in the context now, this will be the third straight year of recession. This is a government that came into office with the expectation of increasing, again, the size of the state, increasing prosperity, at least for its constituencies. On the other side of this pandemic, of the two trends that we've discussed, are both are either sustainable, and those trends are this rally around the president, uh, a more moderate politics in Argentina, perhaps, dare I say, an end to the grieta, and the support particularly for a president at these stratospheric levels of, of near 80%, when he'll be governing with few resources and over a population that really will see its expectations probably dashed in short order. Well, Ben, my personal opinion or analysis is that I'm not very optimistic about the possibility that this kind of support that we are seeing right now from the society to Alberto Fernandez and 
but to many of the most important leaders in Argentina, the moderate leaders, will be able to continue. The, the pandemic will go away someday, in one month, two months, six months from now, but it will go, but the economic crisis will, will stay. And as you said, we are heading to the third consecutive year of recession and also high inflation, more than 50% probably. Uh, so probably what we will see in the following month is uh, more poverty, uh, more inflation, more unemployment, uh, and that will create uh, that many of the people who are right now supporting Fernandez will probably vanish away. Uh, and in my opinion, this is the, the key thing here. When Alberto Fernandez started his government, I think there were basically two paths for him to follow. And that the political path that he will, was going to choose was going to determine the economic output of Argentina. So if he decided to moderate himself in terms of politics, we could reach some kind of economic stability. But he, if he was going to radicalize himself and, 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 and lay on more on Cristina Kirchner and the Kirchnerista side, we were probably were heading to a deep economic crisis. So it think, I think it was very clear in the first three months of Alberto Fernandez's government that he has chose the moderate path. He decided to travel to Europe, meet with the European presidents to get support to deal with the IMF. He started dealing and negotiating with the IMF. He opened a negotiation uh, with, with the bondholders uh, in order to restructure Argentina debt. He passed a law in an agreement with the opposition to basically cut and reduce pensions, something that was considered almost impossible for a Kirchnerista government to do that, and he did it. So, and he was as moderate as you can be when you are partnered with Christina Kirchner. So I think he, he has chose the, the path of political moderation in order to get economic stability. The problem is that coronavirus happened and that now the economic stability is probably not possible to reach. So now we are going to see an economic crisis coming. So politics is not going to determine the economic output because the economic output is going to be determined by the level of recession and, and, and that we are going to suffer because of this crisis. So the big question I have for myself is that if it's possible in Argentina to have an economic crisis that can live with political moderation in, 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 in the head of the, of the government. And I tend to believe that that is very difficult to happen. I tend to believe that as soon as we get into the crisis, as soon as uh, prices will go up again, as soon as unemployment will arise again, as soon as we see the kind of consequences that we're going to see for what is happening in Argentina, but also what is happening in Brazil and what is happening in the world, I think that we're going to see that this moderation and this kind of good time in politics that we are seeing vanish away. And we're going to see probably a new round of radicalization, and we're going to see that probably Alberto Fernandez will have to get closer to the more radical sector of his alliance or his coalition in the hands of Christina Kirchner, a member and many of the Kirchneristas, and probably the harder Macristas or the harder lines of Cambiemos in, in, in the line of Mauricio Macri himself or, or Patricia Bullrich or, or, or people who have been 
very tough on, 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 on the Peronist government will reemerge. And probably we are heading back to a new round of La Grieta in the middle of an economic crisis. So uh, that I think is the biggest risk that we are facing. But for me, I don't know if we are going to be able to, to avoid that situation. And how does the default play into the scenario that you just described? I know I promised that was the last question, but I have to ask, I mean, there's a perception outside Argentina that default is always good politics, that it's Argentina against the world, that it's Argentina against evil Wall Street, or that at least with the, the strong Peronist base, it's always good politics, regardless of the economic consequences, to fight against Wall Street. I don't think Poliarchia's polling supports that view. What's your sense of, of what Argentines want out of this debt crisis resolution? I think that is a misconception. Uh, that, is, that represents the opinion of a minority of Argentina society. Uh, and politicians in the past have used it in a way to create some round of populism and support for the decisions. But we have made a, a, a survey recently and basically it shows that the kind of ideological uh, opinion about that, the best thing to do is not to pay anything and because that's the thing that is, is good for the country and whatever, it only is supported by less than 20% of Argentinian people. And that is the hard group of supporters that the Kirchner always had. Remember that we talked in the past that the support for the, the Kirchner, the hard liners of the Kirchner, were always between 20 to 25% of the people. So you have 20% of the people, or even a little bit less of that, of Argentinians saying, we don't have to pay anything. We, we have to isolate ourselves from the world and, not, and do nothing to do with anyone. But then you have like 60% of Argentinian people saying, no, that is not the best way to do. And of course, you have one in four Argentinians saying, I don't know enough about this subject to, 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 to bring an opinion. So uh, I think that the, the fact of Argentina trying to avoid a new default, or we are already in default, but getting into end the negotiation and, and, and getting out from there as fast as possible, I think at least open a door uh, for trying to go back in the near future to some kind of economic stability and some political moderation. Without the agreement, I think it's even, we have to have even less hope to see uh, in a few months or years from now the return of some kind of political moderation and, and economic stability. So I think it's quite important, not for what is going to happen in the next six months or in the next year, but I think it's quite important for having an option in the near future of Argentina. Because if we are heading to a new default again, and that will limit the credit that the private companies will be able to get in the next few years when the international crisis, economic crisis goes, goes by, uh, then the, the, the potential for Argentina to recover will be very limited. I think so if, if Alberto Fernandez is betting or still betting on some uh, political moderation and, 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 and trying to put back Argentina economy in some moderate track, uh, I think he needs to, to, to settle this disagreement. Alejandro Caterberg, founder of Poliarchia, our partner in the Argentina Poll survey that the Wilson Center's Latin American program conducts in Argentina. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for listening to the Argentina Project Podcast. This episode was produced and edited by Oscar Cruz. For more on this subject, visit our website, 
www.wilsoncenter.org lap.